You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Monday afternoon. Let's turn to our next topic of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking about common causes for lower back pain and what sorts of corrective exercises and stretches to manage and combat this. And I'm delighted to be joined on the line by fitness coach Nathan Solia. Hi, Nathan. It's great to speak to you again. How are you doing? Hi, Noreen. Hi, everyone. I'm great. I'm great. How are you? Yes, I'm doing well, considering uh, all things considered, um, not too bad. Um, I, w- I was just saying that, you know, we- we've had to uh, not allow studio guests, so it's it's a shame n- not being able I to know. see um, you all. But we'll hang in there and hopefully we'll be able to see our guests uh, in person and on Facebook Live as well. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so lower back pain um, can be a real sort of pain in the, uh, well, in the back, really. Um, I was going to say something else, but um, but you must see a lot of that uh, with clients uh, with lower back issues. So what are some of the common causes of this? Well, the the common causes are either too much much sitting, not enough activity, um, and or, or even um, too much activity and not a strong core. So um, one of the things that that you know you you've got to work out first is do you get lower back pain from you know from sitting at your desk or, or sitting down for long periods of time, or do you get lower back pain from going when you go and do some exercise? Okay. So they're the two types that I, I sort of, you know, in, to, to put in the layman's terms is to be able to identify with people. And um, and, and because because we've got like, you know, you've got, you've got a natural curve in your lower back, which is like what I call if you turn sideways with people where they have like an S shape in their spine. We have a, we have a, a certain degree that we need to, to be down the bottom to be able to be what I call in a neutral position. But because of our posture and because of the things that we do, we either get too much of a curve down the bottom or it's too flat. And either one will cause back pain. How can you tell whether or not you've got too much of a curve or your curve is too flat? How, how can you tell? That is that that's a great question because the thing is, um, you know, to the naked eye, it you know, it may just seem normal for you. Um, what I would do is if um, uh, if if you do have lower back pain, is take your shirt off and look in the mirror and turn sideways and then have a look at your back sideways on. And if your lower spine is pretty much straight, then you might find that your back is too flat. Or if you see that there's quite a big curve, like your bum sort of sticks out, and um, and just at the top of the the, the curve, you've got a, a quite an arch in your lower back, then that that may lead to um, what I say is too much of a curve, or what they call lordosis. Okay, when you have lower back pain, is it sort of accompanied by shoulder pain and, and upper back pain, or is it sort of more isolated? Organic sort of effect. It can be, yeah. It can be a little bit of both. You know, what I do find, um, I do find a lot of issues with people's lower back is because their bum is weak, and if their bum is weak, then we have these muscles in our in our um, in our butt called the piriformis. These, when these piriformises get tight, then they tend to be able to pull on your lower back. They can also cause things like sciatica. Or you know, like a, a nerve pain that may run down the, oh, the back of your leg. Yeah. Uh, so generally, if you're, um, you know, if you do have like a, a, a general ache right across the back, 
then you'll find that it is it is from your piriformis and your and, and because your piriformis has been overactive, so your glutes will be weak. And and I don't know if you know if all our all our um, listeners know what glutes are, but glutes are your bum. And I find you know especially in um, in in Asian people, their bum is not really that big, so they tend to have lower back pain. You know um, you know right across, which tends to be more of a piriformis pain as opposed to a um, uh, you know like a uh, what I call is a, um, a an active pain. So it's it's not from being active; it's from too much sitting, and their bum is weak. Okay, and there are different sort of uh, levels of pain or different sensations. There's, sometimes we get a sharp sort of stabbing pain or sometimes yeah. it's like a dull, aching pain or numb. If it is a sharp yeah. pain, you really want to be able to see a practitioner. You want to be able to see either a physio or a chiropractor or, a, um, uh, or, or an osteopath. Um, generally, when you go and see a doctor, the doctor will give you um, anti-inflammatories um, or uh, um uh, uh, painkillers to be able to take away the pain, but that's only going to treat the symptom. As in, it's only going to treat the pain that's that that's that's um that's there for you. And and you know, painkillers are basically what are they? They what they do is is they they cut the the receptors from your brain to the to the area of the pain, and it gives you a false sense of oh my pain's gone because I'm taking these pills. But the pain will still be there once you come off the painkillers. You just so you feel it because it, it, that the medication numbed it. Exactly, exactly. And and also with painkillers and, and anti-inflammatories is, is that it also plays havoc with your stomach too. So having too much of these anti-inflammatories will be really detrimental to your stomach lining. So I highly recommend, you know, if you are going to take a painkiller, just, just take note that that is really only just to address the pain, but you really need to address the cause and what that cause generally is 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 whether that back is too arched or too flat yeah. and uh, or, or their bum is too weak in which case their their performances kick in now you've got the other side is is when you you know when you're active and you're you know you're you're moving well what will happening what, what's happening right there is is that there's some sort of biomechanical dysfunction there so whether you know, like I said before, you know, if you if your glutes are not working, then your lower back will be taking a lot of the load, and you know, it, your glutes are a big muscle group, and so if you're not using your glutes, then you'll start using your lower back to do the lifting or to do the movement. In which case, the the lower back, even though it is a very, you know, it, it's it's a muscle that that's um, that's. Uh, um, it's an endurance muscle. It's 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 supposed to be able to stand for long periods of time. But the problem is, is like if you're bending forward in your glutes or your bums is not being used when you are bending forward, then your lower back will start to take the weight. And it only takes one pinch of a vertebrae on top of a vertebrae to actually to create a, a pinched nerve or a slipped disc or a or a bulging disc. So it's really important that you know you really take care of the the, the strength of your glutes. Mm, exactly, I was going to say a, a lot of the times um, having lower back pains is really a sign of having a weak bum. So it sounds like we need to strengthen our bums. So what sorts Correct. of what sorts of stretches and exercises can we do? Uh, to, well, to strengthen th- that's that? a really good one. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk you and the listeners through a few stretches that you can actually do to stretch your piriformis. So what you're going to do is you're going to sit in your chair up nice and straight. Yep. And now you're going to put one foot on the other knee. Yep. 
Okay. Okay. And it's sort of like, you know, you're crossing your legs, you know, like how, uh, uh, you know, a man or a woman may sit, you know, when they're crossing their legs. Now, holding on to the leg that's up. So you're going to hold on to the ankle. Yeah. You're going to lift the chest up nice and proud. And you're going to just gently bend forward from the hips, not from the back, but from the hips. Oh, that's true. And then you bend forward. So I don't forward. bend the back, I just bend the hips. That's right. So yeah. you are sort of leaning forward. You will be leaning forward. But the whole idea is to be able to keep your back in a flat position. Wow. I'm kind so, of, yeah, like I said, feel the stretch. You, yeah. yeah, very good. Very good. So it's good. It, it means that I'm able to actually coach you over the phone here, which <laughs> means everyone on radio should be able to listen to. I hope you're all tuning in. So like I said, you're going to hold that stretch and you're going to feel that stretch there. And you'll hold that stretch anywhere between, uh, you know, 20 to 30 seconds. So that way it starts to release that performance. If and I'm at any time you're leg. feeling pain already, should you not? Should you sort of not stretch as forward? Because right now you've got your knee, your your legs crossed, but I mean your your ankles on your other knee, yeah. And you're sort of stretching forward. But at any point, if you're feeling pain already, should you not lean uh, too forward? Or yeah, that's right. So if you if you feel sharp pain, if you feel sharp pain, then you definitely want to stop this and you want to go see a practitioner. You want to go see a, um, you know, you first of all get a doctor and get a referral to a physio. If you are feeling dull pain and you're not even leaning forward, that may be as far as you need to go. Okay. Right? right. So that's when you sort of feel that stretch happening. And, but like I said, if you are, you know, if you're slightly leaning forward and you're feeling that stretch, that's as far as you need to go and you need to hold that. Now, that would be a perfect stretch for you to do. Now, um, going back to going back to before, like I said, you know, if someone has a a, a big curve in their lower back, uh, the reason why that they've got the curve in the lower back is is that you know obviously, like I said before, their bum is weak, their hamstrings are weak, but their hip flexors are tight, and the hip flexors are basically the 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 muscle that raises your knee up towards your hip, like as if you would step forward into a run. Okay. Or if you stepped if you stepped your knee onto a step. So what we're going to do now is we're going to stretch that. Okay. So in your chair, you're going to sort of turn sideways in your chair, and you're going to split your stance like you have one leg forward, yep. and your other leg back. Yeah. And it's like a, a it's a big lunge, and you're sort of you're sort of still sitting on that chair. Okay. You're tucking your bum underneath. Okay, and then just gently push your hips forward. And you can even use the rocking of the chair to do that. And you should feel a stretch down the front of your hip there. Yep, and I push myself a bit forward. Yeah, that's yep. right. And you can push yourself forward. I do find people that have had babies, <laughs> these muscles get really tight. Yeah. Because, you know, your back, you're, you're, you've had the, the baby at the front, your, your pelvis has started to tilt down. Those muscles in your back tend to get really tight. So that is a, a great muscle to be able to stretch. Now turn around the other way, do the same thing again. Your front foot forward into a lunge, your back foot out the back there. It's nearly straight, but not necessarily totally straight. And then you're sort of lifting the heel off the ground and you're dropping the knee down towards the ground and just gently push your hips forward. Oh, that feels a good stretch. The trouble is because of the pain, for, for some people, you've got that decreased range of motion, you know, that you're not able to move as much. And then they don't move as much and then they, they don't end up stretching it out. Whereas you're saying well, that stretching is so, it's absolutely, you, you need to stretch out your lower back. Yeah. 
And the thing is, is like pain is always an indicator to stop. Yes. So if you are starting to feel pain, then that's the range of motion that you go to today. And then tomorrow you'll find that you'll be able to go a little deeper, a little further with, you know, with, you know, before that pain comes in again. And like I said, it, it just takes a little bit of time, you know, because you're not going to be able to get a, and you know, you know, if, if, like I said, if you've got pain, it's going to take some time to be able to get that stretch in. Now, like I said in the past, the stretching is only half the solution. The second half of the solution is being able to activate the muscles that we know that are weak. Yeah. And for example, the other day, you know, I, I was doing some heavy lifting. You know, I I, I, I hurt my back. You know, I, I was going that night and I was thinking, oh, my God, you know, my back is really sore. All I did was the same thing again. I knew the muscles that were tight. I stretched those muscles that were tight. And then I switched on those muscles that I know that are, that because when there's pain in your back, that your core will not switch on. So what you need to do is be able to switch those muscles on. And one of the first ones that I do, the first one that I would do is I would get them on their hands and knees and then like in a horse stance position. And then I just draw my navel in towards my spine. Meanwhile, I keep my curve, you know, I keep my, my natural curve in my back. I pull my belly button in towards my spine and then I hold that for 15 seconds and I'll repeat that same thing about, you know, eight to nine times. So generally with stability, we need to be able to keep it under a load of around two minutes. We usually do two sets of. And then the next exercise that I do is a glute bridge. So lying on your back, gently lifting your bum up off the floor and squeezing your butt cheeks. Now, the biggest mistake most people make with this exercise is they squeeze so hard, they lift their bum up really, really high that it goes past the range of motion that your glutes can actually activate, and then your lower back starts to activate. So it's really important when you lift your bum up off the floor is that you don't go too high. You're activating your glutes, and you can just put your hands into your bum because if you put your hands into your bum, into a muscle, it activates around 15% more if you didn't. So when you're in that glute bridge position, and that glute bridge, I'll just explain that again, is lying on your back, lifting your bum up off the floor, and you're keeping your shoulders and your head on the floor, and you're pushing through the heels of the feet. And then you just feel your butt cheeks and feel, are they being activated? Are they getting that little dimple in the side when you lift your bum up off the floor? So when you've done that, then you can hold that. And I would hold it for around 15 seconds again with a two-second break, and you're doing eight to nine repetitions of that. Is it an age thing, Nathan? I mean, we, we hear about how our parents and our grandparents complain about pains, but we are already feeling it. Is it because we're getting older? <laughs> but we're not that old. Um, I, I don't. I, it's a really good point because the thing is, is like you know, you've got people in their fifties and sixties, and, and and their back is fine. That's true. And you've got really young people, like exactly. you know, I, I deal with guys that are in their you know thirteen, fourteen years old, and they've got back pain. That's true. So, yeah, maybe so, it isn't know, an age thing. It's a posture. It, yeah, thing. <laughs> I yeah, I believe it's a posture thing. I believe it's a um a a balance. You know, you know, balance between the the flexibility and the and the stability and the strength. And once you combine those things, then your body starts to to rebalance and it and it and it starts to relax. And what they call that is when the muscles are being squeezed at the right intensity. The, the body feels relaxed, and it's called tensegrity. Tensegrity. 
Yeah, so all the muscles are squeezing at the right intensity, which means the body feels like it's, you know, well, it's straight. Okay. All and right. it feels relaxed. Wow. I feel more relaxed already hearing that. Okay, we're going to practice some of those exercises to relieve the lower back pain, which is, you know, because we are sometimes working remotely and we're sitting a lot or we're not activating those muscles or, or our core isn't as strong, um, this can really happen to anybody. And I've had two kids, so um, it's... <laughs> It's, it's no wonder my my back is always in pain. Um, but ah. <laughs> on this note, uh, Nathan, thank you so much for joining us today. Can you remind my our pleasure. listeners how we can find out more about you and your work? Are you yeah, on social sure. media? Yes. Yeah, so you can go to um, Nate EPT, which is on Facebook, or you can go to Instagram, which is Elite PT Studio, or you can actually check out my website, which is ElitePTStudio.com. Excellent. Thank you so much uh, for your time this week. Until next week, thank you very much indeed, Nathan Solier. No worries.